0: Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I am so so excited to be recording this episode right now. I'm actually recording it like the day that it's supposed to come out. So I'm recording this on Monday, and it was supposed to come out today, but it's going to come out tomorrow, so it's a Moments Tuesday kind of week because I've just kind of been all over the place. And I sat down to record so many times yesterday and just could not get in the zone. You know, like sometimes when I go to record... i'm not ready to just sit and talk and a lot of times i am ready to just sit and talk but when i'm not i'm like i can't force myself to do this because then it takes away from what it is and it makes it feel like it's a job more than something that i do for fun and i don't know i guess you don't really need to know all those details but we're just we're a day late this week and i'm happy to be here and i'm happy to be talking to you and i am going to tell you about road trips because when i'm planning these and when i go on them i get so many questions like how do you plan a road trip how do you do this What is the point? Just tons of questions. And I want to work on making itineraries for each of the road trips that I do, probably starting with this one as the first itinerary, because I don't even remember what I did on all the other ones. But in the meantime, while I work on that, I figure I could take you kind of step by step through how to plan them just in a talking way. Like say you don't want to do the same exact route as us. Like I'll tell you what goes through my head while I'm planning a road trip and yeah, we can kind of just take it from there. And then I want to tell you all about this one that I was just on because I think it might have been my favorite yet. I, I know that I say that about every trip. Like every time I come back to talk to you guys about how a trip was or what I did, I'm like, oh, it was the best thing I've ever done. But, but I mean it every time. I don't know. I just feel like things keep getting better and better. And that's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. But I learned so many cool lessons and just had so many awesome experiences along this past week of trips in the pacific northwest so i am going to tell you about them i don't know what i should do first i don't know we're gonna see what happens but basically just to fill you in in case you missed it like if you only listen to the podcast or you don't follow on tiktok on instagram first of all you should because i like pictures a lot and videos i went on a road trip with my friend anna and both of our moms and this was our second year going on this road trip and we call it the annual mother-daughter road trip so this year I wanted to do uh, Pacific Coast Highway, or the PCH Highway, whatever, also known as Highway 101, also known as just do like the coast of Oregon and do the coast of Washington, and originally wanted to do California and Glacier National Park too, but time flies, and I didn't have time to go to all of those states and actually experience them in the way that we did, so we just did Washington and Oregon. and. Dude, I fell in love with it there. Like, I really, really, really fell in love with Oregon, and I can confidently say, whether it's next year or the year after that, or at some point in my life, I'm going to at least spend a couple of seasons there. I can't see myself enjoying winter there, or winter anywhere, because I'm Florida girl from, like, through and through. I can't do snow. But speaking of Florida, actually, before I get too deep into this episode, I want to touch on Hurricane Ian for a second, just because... You know, I hit so close to home, and it has just been a really sad and strange week for, I mean, everyone. But especially, I think, us Florida people, just having a reminder that Mother mother Nature, wow, Mother Nature is not here to play around, and storms are not something to be messed with, and watching cities that I spent my whole childhood spending family vacations in, like, just being completely torn apart, is really heartbreaking, and it's really... I don't even know how to explain it, you guys. It's just such a hard concept to grasp because so many times, us Floridians, it's like the boy who cried wolf, where he, we always hear on the news, huge hurricane coming, everybody move, everybody leave, everybody prep your stuff, and then no storm hits us. So to see what actually happened this close to home, where if the storm had just toggled a couple of like hours, it, it would have hit us and, and destroyed my home that I just bought and, and my family's home and like everywhere that I grew up. Anyways... It's just really sad, and it's really heartbreaking. And if you are someone listening who has been affected by this hurricane, I am sending you so many prayers and doing everything that I can to just send you love and send you healing. And I think that we just all kind of need to come together as a community and and do some some good and figure out how to come back from this because it's not going to be an easy one. But I don't know. I just wanted to touch on it because I didn't want it to go unsaid. And I'm currently working with Three Heartstrings, you guys listen to the podcast you know that three heartstrings is the nonprofit that i've worked with countless times before on different projects but i am raising money with them right now to uh, raise money for hurricane relief not sure exactly where the money is going to go yet we haven't decided which foundations whether it's going to go to um, animal shelters or human rescue or rebuilding we're going to see what needs the most and then we're going to take it from there but the link is in my bio on my instagram and tiktok if you want to get yourself a bracelet and it's honestly it's a win-win because People also always ask, where do you get your bracelets? They're almost always from three heartstrings. And I might be sending it over to Fort Myers tomorrow. I might be going with my local church because they have a bus going over there. It leaves at like 5 AM, comes back at like 10 PM, but I have to make sure they have spots. So I emailed them and if I can do that, I'm gonna go and we're gonna help just like clean up debris and stuff like that. So that'll be cool that's a horrible way to put it but it'll be cool to be able to get over there and like do some help and and just talk to some people and hopefully bring some some good healing energy and yeah i'm gonna move on we don't need to touch on it for too long but i just wanted to mention that and if you guys can i know that you know thoughts and prayers don't do much but they do something so if you can keep florida in your prayers and just have some sympathy for everyone who's going through all of this and, and, you know, their families and stuff, because this is crazy. This is not just like some normal storm that hit us. People's houses are fully, fully just picked up off the ground and, and filled with water and everyone's belongings are just gone. And all of these businesses in the towns that have built up from the ground are just having to start fresh. And I actually could talk about this all day long, but we're not going to, we're going to move past it. We're going to come back from this and Florida's gonna make it out okay. Anyways, back to the road trip. That is just what came to mind because that's what was happening while we were on this road trip and it was super, super strange to be away while a hurricane hit because, I don't know, I've never been away from home when hurricanes hit. And when I was younger and we would have hurricanes, we would all stay home from school and play board games and the power would go out for a couple days. And I don't know, it's just, it was all very weird and it's just a very strange concept that I'm grasping. But we're moving on. Back to the road trip. When it comes to planning these things, you basically just sit down at a desk in front of a computer with a notebook and you're going to sit there for hours. And this is the way that I do it. Please also note that I am a very last minute person. I am a very scatterbrained person. I have the attention span of a squirrel and I'm very last minute. So. I sat down a week, less than a week before we left for the trip. I sat in front of my computer, and I'm always the one who plans these just because I love to plan them, but I decide, okay, what dates are available? So we picked the dates a while ago. We knew the dates. Always start by picking your dates, because that's going to come into play with your flights and with your rental car and stuff like that, and your Airbnbs. So pick your dates. Pick your location, your rough draft location. Like Figure out what are a few landmarks in each state that I want to hit. Because your goal is going to be to make sure you can hit all those landmarks and find places to stay and make sure you're there at the right time of day. Um, And I'll obviously get more into that as I talk to you about the road trip that we did. And know your states, know your landmarks, know your dates. First three steps. Those are what you want to figure out. Before a week ahead of time. Like you want to figure those out at least a month ahead of time. Because then you can just kind of start brainstorming. And you can start spending a little bit more time on TikTok. Figuring out where you're going. And what you're going to do while you're there. And all that stuff. Anyways. Sit down at your computer. Look at flights. Flights are going to be. Flights are what I usually do first. Because when you're doing road trips. Depending on where it is you're traveling. In the States, you have to make sure that you start somewhere near a major airport and you end somewhere near a major airport because not only are you working on flights, but you also have to make sure you can rent a car. So that's why you need a bigger airport. I had this problem last year when I planned the annual road trip. The rental car isn't even something I second, I, I put any second thoughts into. I was just like, oh, when I book all flights, our flights, I'll book the rental car too. Turns out in 2021, there was a rental car shortage because of COVID. So... I had to change our whole entire trip last minute because of the rental car situation, which was not ideal. So now I made sure that I handle the rental car and the flights first, not last. That's a pro tip. Um, If you're writing anything down, write that down. So find your airports, and as you're looking at flights, also look up rental cars. Make sure that you can pick it up when you need to, and you can return it when you need to. And these road trips are ideal to go on with someone who's 25. or. If you're like a super member of Hertz or budget or something, then I believe you can be under 25 to rent a car, but I personally am not, so I have to have someone 25 in the car with me. And that's why we take our moms on these road trips. Um, Of course, they're also the best, but it's a huge reason. You wanna travel with someone who's 25 so you can rent a car because when you do a rental car through Enterprise or through Hertz or through any of those airline rental cars, you can drop them off at a different location. And if you're doing a round trip, road trip you can also use Turo. you can still use these same car things but usually i don't like to do round trip road trips i like to start in one place and end somewhere else so that's that on that that's your first goal and i can promise you that when you're planning this road trip you are going to have 18 million tabs open on your computer next step is start a google doc uh this part's kind of more for fun but i like to write everything down in a google doc like what i'm going to be doing each day in not in specific detail like i don't figure out where we're going to eat. I don't figure out exact times. I just kind of have a rough draft of here's what we're doing this day. Here's the main event. Here's what time we need to get to our night's day, whatever. Start a Google doc. I said you didn't have to, but I think you should. And then you're also going to want to create a road trippers account. So road trippers is something that it's like an online thing. Uh, I think it's an app too on your phone, but road trippers is actually going to be your lifesaver. It's going to be what helps you specifically plan your road trip because what, what it will do is you will put in all of your stops, all of your points, and then it will tell you, it'll show you your whole route. It will show you how many miles one thing is from the other, how long it's gonna take you to get there. It's gonna show you different options and different routes you could go. And also in road trippers, it shows um like cool landmarks or cool stops that you should check out and it just makes it super convenient. I didn't use that until my second road trip that I ever did and it was just a game changer. It was just super Super helpful, I think I would say. And I kind of just take what I learned from that and then I write it in my Google Doc. Like I'll write down how long one place is from the next and yada, yada, yada. When I show, when I post this itinerary, it'll be sometime this week, but later this week, you'll see what I mean by what my Google Doc looks like because it'll all be written. It's very hard to just explain this just through talking because it's hard to give, it's hard for me to create visuals in my mind and then give them to you, but I hope you're getting some of the ideas. And then I also put on my Instagram story a little question box. Someone's like, Oh, ask me road trip questions. And they're basically all of just the basic things like, Oh, food, places, money stops, Airbnb, road trippers. So I'm getting into all of that. And then I'm going to tell you all about the really cool lessons that I learned along my trip because that is my personal favorite part. So once you have your Google Doc open, once you have your road trippers app, once you know your landmarks, you just start messing around with it. Like you sit there for at least two to three hours. And you are going to look at all the stops that you want to go to. You're going to put them all in road trippers. You're going to figure out if the routes make sense. You're going to have to, unfortunately, unless you're going on a long-ass road trip, excuse my language, you're going to have to eliminate some things because the days fly by quicker than when you realize. So you're going to have to evaluate where do you really want to go and what do you really want to do. And once you pick out those essential stops, that's when you're going to start looking at Airbnbs. Not booking them. You're just going to make sure that there's availability near your landmarks for cool Airbnbs or cool places to stay. I usually book all of our stays on Airbnb because I'm literally a hoe for Airbnb. I spend so long in there, even when I'm not planning a trip. I think that Airbnb has my highest screen time besides obviously TikTok and Instagram and you know messages and stuff, because I will just scroll through there and add so many different places to my favorites because I want to go there one day. Anyways, I've usually booked my stays in Airbnb, unless I've seen somewhere cool that's not on Airbnb. Like, one place that I love staying if you're going in the Utah, Arizona area is under canvas. It is just, it's kind of like glamping, and don't get me wrong, it's really expensive for what it is, but, because you're staying in a tent, but it's a cool tent, and the experience is awesome. So if you can find a friend to go with and split it with, it's a lot more financially, it makes a lot more sense financially if you do that, but... Not necessarily by myself. I don't know that I would want to spend that kind of money. But it's worth it. It's awesome. That's in, um, like, Utah. They have a bunch of locations. They also have one in Montana. And I, when I tell you in 2021 I was obsessed with under, under canvas, like, I wanted to work there for the whole summer season. But I didn't end up doing that. But I need to go back soon. And then if you happen to be going anywhere in West Texas, Marfa, Texas is the coolest place ever. And I'm thinking I need to do a whole episode just talking about specific places I've been in the U.S. that have held a special place in my heart because there's so many, but they're all so far apart from each other. You can't do them all in one trip kind of thing. So I'll save that for another day. I'm just getting a little bit sidetracked right now thinking about Marfa, Texas because it is so fun. Um, Moving on. I do that. I figure out, make sure there's going to be Airbnbs. I don't book anything. I just make sure there's going to be availability or there's going to be cool ones. And Another thing I get tons of questions on is like, Lexi, how the F do you find the weirdest Airbnbs in the country? Like how the F are you staying in a dome, in a trailer and like you're safe? And anyways, the way that I do that is again, like I said, I spend so long on Airbnbs. When you search for Airbnbs, the first few pages that come up are going to be houses and apartments and boring freaking places because I can promise you so many people in this world like to stay in boring places. I, don't like boring places i like staying in in things that are unique experiences that i'm going to remember for the rest of my life i live in a house i live in a boring place obviously when i go somewhere new i want to experience something new so that's how i find the domes and the trailers is you skip the first few pages you scroll and then you look for a picture that stands out and you're like wait a second that's not a house that's a freaking dome on a river that's a cabin that's a weird dentist chair in a, a living room those are the places that i tend to click And I read the reviews, all the reviews, when it comes to booking an Airbnb. And I make sure that people say they had an awesome experience or that it was just super unique. And then that's when I'll start booking. I try my best to avoid booking normal places because what's the point? Literally, what's the point? That's a personal preference. Some people don't like uh, roughing it. But I personally don't mind if I can't take a shower or if I have to use a porta potty or if I have to brush my teeth with a water bottle, or if I have to live out of my suitcase. I think that's the beautiful, fun part of road trips, and it really helps you just experience everything to the fullest. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever, and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day, but something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo, and let me just tell you right now, I use this Duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing, but what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria algae Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at OseaMalibu.com. Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you it's entirely online just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge like i said so get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com moments today and get 10 percent off your first month that's better help help.com moments moving on where was i i do that I start using Google Doc, I start using Roadtrippers, I start looking at Airbnbs and then I kind of just do a lot of googling and a lot of TikToking and a lot of research. Like I will for example, this year's road trip was doing the Pacific Coast Highway. I opened 18 different blogs of people doing the same similar road trip and figured out where they stopped again so I could evaluate if I had to add any more must-go to's or eliminate places that people said were overrated. And obviously It's impossible to know for sure until you do it. And like I obviously learn every time I do a trip what I would do again and what I don't really feel the need to do again. And there were a couple hikes that I really wanted to do on this trip that we didn't get to. And you know that those are at the top of my list for when I go back to Oregon, which I'll get to in a second because really this is almost all I have on planning the road trips. I'll give you a couple tips on just random things that I think you need to pack or not pack and stuff like that. Pack as lightly as you can. But pack a variety of things like you never know what kind of outfit you're going to want to be wearing what the weather is going to be like Especially if you're road tripping weather changes from state to state like there were days that we weren't 80 degrees in the sun And then there were days that we were in literal puffer jackets on top of a mountain with beanies on and multiple layers you have to be ready to bundle up or strip down depending on when you're going of course, but just things to be aware of is know that the weather's going to change, know that you're going to experience a lot of things you didn't expect to experience. And I don't know, I will do, I will include all of that stuff in the itinerary because I don't really know how to get into it. I don't know. I'm not making sense right now. I keep getting myself distracted. We're going to move on and I'm just going to tell you about this road trip that we did because I fell in love with it. I fell in love with a new part of the country. I've never been to the Pacific Northwest, so I did not know what to expect. I've, watched millions of tiktoks of oregon and of washington and of northern california and of the coast and i have fallen in love with it just through seeing videos of it and i told my mom i told the sets family i told anna i was like i'm worried i'm worried that i'm going to go to oregon and i'm going to want to move there and i'm going to fall in love with it and they're like oh wow shocker lexi like you want to move somewhere you travel to that's one thing that i struggle with so much is. That is something that happens for me. I get really excited about places that I go, and I could see myself spending some time there, and people just kind of like, they're like, oh, here she goes again, and I don't like it, it makes me sad. I like when people hype me up and they're like, yeah, you should do it for just a little while, whatever. Besides the point, no need to get all sad and deep right now. Oregon was a special case. I fell in love with it. I came up with this whole game plan, like this entrepreneur plan that I'll tell you guys about one day, but Speaking of entrepreneur and plans and things to tell you guys about You guys always get this tea because it's top secret And if you've made it this far in the podcast, you're definitely a real one who gets all the tea We got an offer for the journal And I could cry thinking about it because it's the most exciting thing that's happened in a really really long time I've been just feeling this plateau lately in my life and I I started working on this journal back when I first started this podcast and have been telling you guys about it since literally last October. Um flash forward, it's October 1 year later and we have an official offer and it's going to get published and it's going to be real and it's going to be amazing and it's still going to take so much time so just be patient. Be be patient with me because I want to make it the best it can be. And it's coming. Anyways, I'm so sorry for getting off topic. I just get really excited to tell you guys everything that's going on and back to oregon i made this plan and i want to one day build a airbnb property out there and i want to build it in the city that i am actually obsessed with i think that my favorite thing about road trips someone also asked this like what lessons do you learn on road trips so many so many that i could talk about them for literally ever you have no idea we went to this town called astoria and astoria happened to be somewhere that i picked to stop just because it was you know a bigger city because a lot of times when you're in those states this might sound silly for people who are from you know bigger states with a lot more open land florida we don't have that like florida there's big cities everywhere you're never just like in the middle of the woods not near a gas station and anyways girl what are you saying oregon in washington all of those states you can get lost in the middle of nowhere and you don't have service so I picked Astoria because it was a city and there was service and I found a really dope Airbnb. And it looked super weird online. Like there were like dentist chairs in the living room, all this vintage antique stuff, clowns on the wall. But something about it was speaking to me. And when something's speaking to me, when my gut tells me book that place that looks awesome, I do it. And the review said this was the coolest experience ever. So I booked it. And we got there and this guy who like checked us into our airbnb started telling us a little bit about astoria and the town and everything and he was like we usually offer a tour and talk about the whole town and where it came from but it's a it was like a tuesday or something They're like we usually only do it on a saturday and i was like well like do you think we could set up a private tour or something and he's like yeah for sure and then we almost were like oh we don't need to do it because we're trying to go catch the sunset at somewhere else anyways and i was like no i think we should i think we should learn a little bit more about the history of this place and Oh my God. It was the most awesome tour ever. Astoria has all of these tunnels that go underground. And oh my gosh, there's just so much. I, I can't even get into it. I think that anyone, I'm going to make a TikTok probably about it just once I'm unbanned because I got freaking banned again. But started talking about the tunnels and where the town came from and that there was a bridge that connected Oregon and Washington and basically 14 clowns built it. And everything I'm saying, you're like, dude, Lexi, what the F? You make no sense. None of it made sense until it all made sense. The town just has such a unique story. And it actually burned down twice because they built it out of wood twice and then they finally rebuilt it. And anyways, it was just an awesome small town and the guys who were telling the story and giving the tour both... Just seemed so passionate about what they were talking about and one of the guys dad was a part of all of the history anyways and my number one favorite thing in the world is watching other people talk about what they're passionate about because I love when People chase their passion and that's exactly what these guys did. So if you are in Astoria, I have the link uh, Somewhere in my Instagram highlights I think it's under like links and then I'll bring you the link to the Airbnb and the link to the tour But you should do it. It's like a $20 tour, and it was awesome. It was actually so much fun, and I'm so grateful that we did it. Point there being that across the bridge in Washington, there's all this land for sale, and I think it would be so cool to buy land and then build a property where it's all these unique Airbnbs that I'm so passionate about staying in, like trailers and tents and uh, yurts and buses, like random stuff like that. And just have them all in a property together and just make it freaking awesome and then send everybody to go do that tour in Astoria because it's so unique. I don't know. I have a lot of ventures and I have a lot of ideas and honestly people rip me apart for it sometimes but if I can give you a piece of life advice I would tell you to always keep having ideas and always keep chasing your crazy dreams no matter how many of them they are and yeah, not all of them are going to come true because not all of them are complete passion projects, but the ones that are will. They will come to reality and it's going to take time. And a lot of times you're going to have to be your own best friend and you're going to have to be the one who's rooting for you because sometimes other people aren't. Sometimes people don't want to see you win and they just want to make you feel like your ideas are stupid. And that's going to happen. That's something that we sign up for when we're born into this sometimes not so nice world, but it's okay. Anyways, I like this so unnecessary part of the story. I've just wanted to remind you of that because it is something very important to remember. And I don't know what I don't even know what I'm saying. People just biked by my house in like the weirdest outfits. Like it looks like they were in costumes. Maybe it's a Halloween thing. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds ds one Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier, and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin, and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science, and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome. It's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com/moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com/moments. Code 25moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It's tubing. s-e-m-e-t-i-c-s dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order back to what i was talking about back to the road trip lessons i learned i also learned that people are very unique and it is so crazy how different we all grow up and i've told you guys about this one 18 million times before too i want to film a documentary one day you know interviewing people around the world and a huge part of the reason i haven't started like a mini series of that because I've always wanted to just record people every time I go to a new state and like do a short little interview and just kind of ask them questions about how did you grow up? Like what makes you happy? What brings you the most joy? What makes you feel fulfilled? Cool questions like that. But I don't do it because I get socially anxious and I'm like, girl, it's time to get over that. It's time to grow up. So I've decided that every time I go somewhere new, I'm going to interview a couple of people and just ask them really cool questions about life and then share them with you guys because that is... One of the coolest lessons that I learned is just the people that I meet there, simply put that. They just have so much to offer in such an interesting way. I was talking to this guy at this gas station, the one gas station that they have in a hundred miles. They only have two pumps and the pumps are from 1962 and in Oregon, I didn't know this, it's illegal to pump your own gas. So the guy came out he started pumping our gas and I was just having a conversation with him because I was standing outside the car and I was like, oh, did you grow up here? He's like, yeah, I grew up down the river and I was like, that's so awesome. He's like, yeah, I love it here, whatever. But then, obviously, I get nosy, and I want to ask interesting questions. I go, have you ever wanted to leave or move somewhere else? He said, no, but I did want to move up the river, so that's why I bought this store, and I bought this station. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. He's like, yeah, it's been a fun journey. Me and my wife love it, and they just live such a simple life, and they're so happy with the simplicity that they have, and it doesn't seem like they're chasing anything else or wanting anything more, and... It's just crazy to me when I think about that and then I think about people who live here, live in Florida, live in big cities, live in New York City, live in LA, who are always chasing something new, who have to keep going and going and going to feel any sort of fulfillment when I think the reality of what they're missing is peacefulness and stillness. And then that's what would bring them true fulfillment, not just chasing new things to fill the void every day. I don't know. It's a whole nother deep thing. But those are just the lessons I pick up on free from people when I talk to them, and that's why I think it would be so cool to start a little mini documentary series, just so that you can talk to these people basically and hear what they have to say, and then interpret your own lesson in a way that works best for you. Because I think we can all learn something from people, and we can all learn something different from the same people. If that makes sense, like you'll learn what you need to hear, and I'll learn what I need to hear, kind of thing. I don't know, getting deep, but that's another really cool lesson and i'm going to get over my freaking oh the people on the costume bikes are back again what that is so strange okay hopefully they're not whatever i'm fine (laughs) um that's the biggest lesson it's just the people you meet and then another thing that i think is really cool to share about road trips that doesn't even have to be something that you do on a road trip this can just be something to tell you if you live you know a lot of times i'll post And people, when I live in Florida, people are like, I wish I lived in Florida, I wish I had the beach, you know, I wish I had the ocean, I wish it was hot all the time, I wish it didn't get cold. Let me tell you something. Everybody wants what they can't have. Everybody is going to be chasing what they don't have because that's how we're configured to work and that's what we're conditioned to do. But when I tell you, I wish, more than anything, that I had mountains to go hike or outfits to wear in different temperatures or open space and trees and forests and pine trees and nature like more nature than Florida has I would be so happy and I, I don't know for me that just puts in a perspective again we're all chasing something we don't have and I guess it's just my sign for you to go outside to go embrace the nature around you if you are blessed enough to live where you have mountains in your horizon go hike them go walk on them Go sit outside, take a deep breath, bring your journal, bring your camera, and just write what you feel like. When I, clearly, you know, I feel very deeply about hiking and and mountains, but when I go on a hike and I get to the top of the mountain, I sit there and the amount of perspective shifts that I have is just unreal. Because I'll get to the top of the mountain and be like, oh damn, like I... I wish I like looked cuter, I wish I could take cute pictures right now. Whatever the stupid thing may be, whatever the stupid thing that's on my mind, the little problem that's weighing on me. I get up there, I look around, and I'm like, in what world would this bother me? Why is this bothering me? It shouldn't. I am a tiny little speck in a huge, massive world, and I get to be looking out to these mountains, and there's snow on the mountain in front of me, and I'm worried about how puffy my face is. I'm worried about the fact that my eyebrows aren't done. I'm worried about the fact that I got left unopened? No, there's nothing to worry about. You're a tiny speck in a massive universe inside billions of galaxies. Like, we can just step back and we can take a deep breath. And that's one thing that nature teaches me and that's one thing that these road trips really teach me. And I just thought I'd share that. It's just another little reminder for you. And then another thing when it comes to road trips is it also teaches me how to disconnect, Uh, which it sounds kind of dumb because, you know, I post the whole time I'm on these road trips, but we really don't have service too often. We don't get service until we're like in our Airbnb and we have Wi-Fi or whatever the case may be. Service is limited. So it kind of forces us to adventure and to pull over every time we see something pretty. And yeah, we can go take tons of pictures, but we can't sit there and scroll through TikTok or watch Instagram stories or post on Instagram and see what other people are doing. We simply experience and then we get online and we post our stuff and I don't know I don't really know where to go with this one I guess it's just another sign to limit your screen time a little bit If you can if you have the ability to put your phone on airplane mode and go hiking And bring your journal and take your pictures do it It is so healing and it is so good for your soul And when I tell you guys I'm I'm on top of mountains and I just like could sit there and cry And I just feel so much joy and so much happiness and all of my problems disappear for 0.2 seconds And I think that that's something we can all experience. You just have to put yourself in the right setting to do so. And if you don't have mountains, say you are someone from Florida, the ocean does the same thing for me. Go in the ocean. Just go be outside in nature. Take yourself on a walk. Take yourself on an adventure. It doesn't have to be some expensive, crazy trip or vacation or some thought-out, planned-out road trip to experience these feelings. It just has to be you willing to put in and manage your time in a way that you take some time to go do this for yourself. So that's that on that. But basically, that was my road trip. There, I, I don't know. I feel like I did not make an outline. I should have made an outline because there's probably so many more things from the road trip that I want to talk to you about. And I just started rambling on and on about who knows what. So anyways, I love you guys. And I'm going to work on making a road trip itinerary for you. And I think I got the gist of telling you what to do. You're really just going to sit at your computer and you're going to start and... You're just gonna be there for hours and then eventually you're gonna get in the zone and you're gonna have a road trip planned out and you're gonna know that some days might go a little bit off track, but for the most part it's all going to work out and it's gonna be freaking awesome. But if that's not something you want to do, I'll I'll hook it up with the itinerary. Don't worry. And yeah, I think that's all I got. Um in the itinerary I also make a list of like to do and not to do. But I hope this helped a little bit with some things and if it didn't help you plan a road trip, I hope it gave you some insight on why. You need to get outside and explore more and meet new people and stuff like that. But I'm going to go to therapy now because I get to go. I'm so excited to go to therapy. I'm not even going to lie. And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. I love you. Goodbye. You're the best. I'll see you Monday. I have a lot of cool episode ideas coming up. So, bye-bye.